Hey y'all, welcome to Seducated, the podcast fusing business, lifestyle, and marketing, giving you real perspective and inspiration to help feed your entrepreneurial soul. We will publish a new podcast twice a month produced by SEG Media Collective and recorded right in the fellow co-working space in the Little Apple of Manhattan, Kansas. And I'm your educated host, Sheila Ellis-Glasper and the owner of SEG Media Collective. Let's get started. Recording and we're on. All right, we're ready? Yes. We're live? Let's we're do live. it. We're live. Okay, I'm ready. In both ways. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Andres and I are kind of doing an episode um, today. To, it's kind of off the cuff a little bit, so this okay. is going to be fun. Um, and it's the way so, the best ones are done, so... Yes, for sure. And so I want to, first of all, Andres, can you check these levels real quick to make sure we're good? Let me see. Um, I want to say, yes, mine are the low peaks and yours are the high peaks. Okay. So we have to work the tech part out here and make sure we're all good so that all the goodness of this episode will be recorded. And Ready. so... Andres is getting ready to go and embark on this journey. Uh, Andres was our spring and, uh, well, fall and summer, yeah. or no, fall and spring intern with SEG. And uh, he graduated from K-State in May. And so since then, a lot has changed for Andres oh, yeah. since the last time <laughs> that we did our educated episodes. And so I think that he has a lot of cool insight, especially um, the point that he's in in his early career right now um, that could be useful to others that are just now graduating. This is the time um, where a lot of recent grads are trying to figure their life out, figure out what they're going to do. Um, so it's very nerve-wracking, yeah. Yeah, an adult, you know, and so I'm kind of like 10 plus years removed from this, and so I thought it would be cool uh, for Andres to kind of share, and so mm. I'm going to just ask him some questions, and okay, none of this is planned, but Andres is really good with off-the-cuff stuff, so... Let's do it. We're good. All right, so Andres, um, he kind of tell me a little bit about why you decided to go more of a non-traditional route okay. versus going with your job, because Andres... Job security. <laughs> Andres did have a job offer I did, yeah, I did. before he graduated, mm -hmm. and he was offered, a, 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 I would say, a decent position. We won't get too into the yeah, details yeah. of the position, but it was a decent paying position, put you back near home, mm -hmm. um, and would have been paying you to do what you went to college for. Yeah. And so, but Andres surprised me and came back and said <laughs> that he declined the offer, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck? Why? You know? I, I was surprised when I turned it down myself. So I was like, it was why? A little... <laughs> and then Andres says, well, I decided to do that because now is the time for me to, you know, explore and do things that I wouldn't normally do if mm -hmm. I already had a family or yeah. was married and had other responsibilities. I'm just kind of responsible for myself. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that I, you know, get the most out of life, right? Yeah, absolutely, you didn't yeah. want to be pinned down into a job. Mm -hmm. So kind of tell me a little bit about your decision to do that and kind of um, how that all came to... Got to relive it all again? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, you said I got that position that was offered. It was a great position. The people I would have worked for, they were fantastic. They were all great. I love the people I would have been working with, the company I would have been working for, they were they were great. It was fantastic. And like I told you, 
any other point in my life, any other point I went to college, I would have taken that job after two after two days of sit on it. Just just so you know, be nice and take two days. I jumped the gun a little too soon, <laughs> but at this at this time, I felt a little, a little transitionary. You know, I was I was talking to my mom about it today that this point in my life is different. You go from high school where you're a child, you know, you're taken care of by your family, and you go to college where you've kind of you're kind of taking one foot out the door, but they're still kind of holding your hand a bit. Your parents are, they're helping you and doing that. And now it's real life adulthood. I'm moving, I'm moving to Albuquerque, New Mexico, or I was going to be in Garden City, Kansas. That's a seven hour difference between there and a whole different time zone. And I've lived in Kansas my whole life, Garden City to Manhattan. And now I'm going to New Mexico. Never been there. My dad's from there, but never been there. I didn't know your dad. Yeah, was he, he, was, he was born there, lived there for like six months or whatever, six wow. years, six months. I don't know, some difference like that. And then he was gone. So I'll be down there, I'll be down in New Mexico and it's gonna be great, but yeah, this is the time to be different and to try new things. Uh, I'll be working the TV and film industry down there and that's crazy, nothing, no job is ever secure in a sense and nothing is ever taken for granted. Yeah, I you think know, so. so many people uh-huh. think that, and I hate to cut you off, but so Yo, many yeah. people, they, they think that because they have a job mm. and they're getting a paycheck every two weeks that that's secure. Oh yeah, it's uh, not. But it, it's never secure no. and it's funny, when I left my job um, that I had before I started SEG, mm-hmm. a lot of people said that to me. They were like, why did you leave this good, you know, this good mm-hmm. job with good benefits and leave that to go into the unknown of starting yeah. your own business? And I thought, I have more control with my own business than I did having a job. Mm-hmm. You could get fired. Oh, yeah. You, ev- everybody's expendable That's at some true. point, whether it's whether it's because of performance issues or whether it's because of just pure cost. Everybody's expendable. I and mean, we saw it with the past couple of years how newspapers have severely cut down their staff. You know, now you used to be running 20, 30-person newsrooms. And now there's five people and they're doing everything. That's how it is. Like, you know, now we have, what is it called? Backpack journalists, where you used to go on an assignment. You had the reporter. You had the videographer. You know, you had the photographer. You had three different people. Right. And now that one person's shooting everything on their iPhone with a selfie stick. Like, that's, that's how it is right, now. Sure. Like I said, it's, it's nothing secure. And so I figured, you know, hey, nothing secure in my life. You know, nothing, not, tomorrow's not guaranteed, let alone a job. So why not do something that I've always thought about doing and I've always had a passion for and try out? You know, what's the worst that's going to happen? I'm, I'm going to fail at it and have to find something different? Okay, cool. I could have taken that secure job and been gutted, you know, two years later and the same thing would have happened. So I figured right now I'm young. I don't have anything holding me down. I don't have, you know, a wife. I don't have children. I don't have other things that are super important to me right now. So why not go out and risk it all in a sense, you know, fail a little bit maybe, you know, knock on wood, hopefully not, but go out there and do my best and see what what the world has to offer. This is the time there is no better moment than now to figure out these things and to just, to just see them. I'm going down there and I'm super excited. I'm excited to live alone. I mean, I've come from a family of six, but I'm excited to live alone just to have my own space, no roommates, nobody else, just me and my dog. That's all it's going to be. So I'm excited to go out there and try my hand and to see what the world has to offer. To live in Al- maybe I live in Albuquerque for a year. Maybe next thing I know, I'm down in Washington or something, or maybe I'm in Montana or whatever, just kind of seeing where this road has to take me. The crazy thing is now is I can tell my mom is in college, if something went wrong, ha, huh, I had to stick with it. I had to figure it out. If I didn't like it, I had to tough it out. I didn't like that class I took. Oh, well, the two weeks are up. I can't drop this class anymore. I got to stick with it. Now, with this adulthood, I have the most, what is it? I have the most agency, I guess maybe the word I would use. I can do whatever I want. If I'm there for four months and I hate the job and I hate where I'm at, I can quit. I can move. I don't have to do, I don't have to stick there. I can do these things. So I figured, you know, hey, this is the time of my life. 
do it. Why not? Mm -hmm. When I'm, you know, when I'm 16, it's hard to get around as it is. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's interesting you say that. And, you know, my background, I actually was a newspaper reporter before I got into marketing. Mm -hmm. And in newspaper, at the time when I graduated, I was back in 2010. Mm -hmm. And so it was a time when newspaper circulation and re readership was declining. Yeah. And I got in green as a reporter, you know, at that time. And so the newsroom had a feel that was very, you know, a lot of anxiety because mm -hmm. even the senior level reporters were worried about their jobs. Yeah. There were people walking through the building that were potential buyers mm -hmm. because the newspaper was up for sale at that time. Oh, wow. And so you could imagine being fresh out of college thinking the world is my oyster <laughs> and then you're in a situation like that where you're thinking I have to just prove myself every day mm -hmm. to show that I deserve a spot here and not to get cut first because you're one of the you know, yeah. first, uh, you're one of the last hires, last hired, <laughs> you know, first fired is kind of what they say, right? <laughs> yeah, and so um, getting yourself into a situation like that is, is, is crazy. And so what you said about the newspaper industry and the journalism mm. industry in particular, yeah. it's a rocky time right now. Absolutely. They're going through so many changes. Like you, yeah. like you said, in 2010, all the newspapers, they were, they were getting gutted. They were getting bought out. They were, everything was changing drastically. You know, social media now is such a huge thing. And in 2010, was that really like, uh, I think well the crazy thing is I ended up getting on the Nancy Grace show uh -huh. um, first my first year of reporting because I found all this stuff on social media mm -hmm. um, from a story that I was working on and I beat out other reporters with more information and that's why I ended up on that show mm -hmm. and it's crazy because that happened because of social media yeah. that was kind of the light bulb moment for me to realize this social media is not just a trend. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it's something, something to stick more. around. And almost 10 years later, here I am running a social media agency. So it's exactly. crazy. Um, and so, Andres, I kind of want to get your advice for maybe that recent college grad, mm -hmm. you know, that graduated like you in May, and they're trying to figure things out. Maybe um, they have some offers on the table. Yeah. Um, you know, what would you tell them as far as, you know, and, and another thing that's another layer to all of this, when you interviewed for the internship, I know that one of your goals you said is that you wanted to own your own media company mm -hmm. um, in the future. And so how do you think, I'm kind of turning a little bit with the question, yeah. but what, how do you think, you know, working for a startup media agency like SEG mm -hmm. kind of even had an influence on what you ended up doing after college? Okay, well, that kind of had an influence on me after doing what I was doing after college because before, and maybe it's just, you know, growing up, they kind of drill into you, security, security, security. Oh, you, our parents yeah, were there at that age. Absolutely. Get you, a good job. Get retire. a paycheck, retire, yeah. put in your 401k, and you get yeah. and you collect it, and you're good. You yeah. stay there for 60-odd years, and you're, you're out. <laughs> maybe not 60, but... Or half, whatever, whatever it is, but yeah, you do however long sure. you need to. Yeah. But being here, I mean, I saw you take that leap of faith. Like you said, you had that full-time job where it was a steady paycheck, steady income you knew what you were getting and now you're like hey like I said it's never promised now you can work for yourself or you know how it's going to be you know whether you got to cut down it's not it's not coming out of the blue for you you can do these things and you can work for yourself there's not I think there's nothing better than that to work for yourself you are your own boss you set your own schedule and you can do the things that are truly passionate to you and that you really want to do so seeing that here and seeing how well it's gone it kind of gave me a little inspiration like you know what Sheila here did it she graduated from K-State you know 
couple years long, earlier than me, and she's here doing it herself. Just she did. Just a couple. Just a couple. Just a couple. I mean, I was in high school when you graduated. It's okay. And you know, <laughs> you know, you did you did your thing. You had that security, and you and you ventured out. You ventured out with you know a husband and a young son, and you you did that. And that's like, well, you know, hey, why can't I do that? I'm here. I don't have. I have my younger brothers, and they're basically like kids to me, but they're not my kids. You know, I don't have a partner. I don't have this other things where I gotta kind of gotta work around that. It's literally just me. There is. I don't really want to frame it this way, but there's really no better time than now to be selfish for yourself with oh, your yeah. with your with your passions and with what you want to do. There's no better time to be selfish with those. If you want to go backpacking in Greece and not have and just work odd jobs for a year, go ahead and do that. You don't have no accountability to anyone other than yourself right now. So why not go out and do that? And so do like I tell everybody when they ask me like, how you feeling? You've had a plan all throughout high school. You did it. You did this. You did all these things. How do you feel now? Not having a plan. I'm like I'm writing this thin gray line right here thin gray line there's anxiety on the one side and adrenaline on the other side i'm right in the gray line right between it one moment i'm, I'm driving here and i'm like hyperventilating oh my god should i should i call back <laughs> and accept I the, should i call back and accept the job well, oh my not god. only that they called you again <laughs> yeah and offered you the job again but you know what to mm -hmm. me that shows that you have a talent mm -hmm. you have a skill that is valuable yeah that's to true. where a company would chase you like that mm -hmm. Um, or not necessarily chase you there. There's clearly a need that they have as yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's nice to feel wanted as an employee. You know, they mm -hmm. they want you there and be in that position. Like I said, they were all, they were fantastic. Everybody I met with from the top down, they were all great people, that people I would consider like as friends, you know what I mean, if I got to know them a little bit better. But it just, it wasn't the right time for me anymore. Like and I, said, I thought she was crazy. I thought I, I thought I was crazy. Her, <laughs> I remember because I remember how it all happened, how you went down for the interview, mm -hmm. how it went so well. Um, they called me for a reference. Yeah. I gave the best reference I could, and <laughs> it wasn't hard to because you were so great as an mm -hmm. intern. And then you literally, like a week later, I'm like, so what's happening with this? And you're like, oh, yeah, I told him I'm not going to take it. I'm like, what? It was, it was, I, I said, said Andres, really? It, I said, this seemed like really a good first job for And it you. was. And I went home and I told my husband, and I'm like, you wouldn't believe Andres turned the job down. And he was like, what? That's like guaranteed money. And then I started thinking. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, jobs are not, you know, they are not secure. Yeah. You know, they could hire you and everything looks good and then go into the next fiscal year. And now the money's not there. The sponsorships are not there. Mm -hmm. The advertising's not there. Now they have to cut back. Yeah. And who are they going to cut back first? You ones. know what I'm saying? And so um, I kind of changed my perspective on that. And the crazy thing is, is for me mm. to not be so far removed from that time in my life. I mean, I really did think you were crazy. I was like, why did you not take that job? I, but I understand. I thought I was crazy too. <laughs> I understand now. I uh. understand now. And it um, didn't take long for me to understand why you, why mm. you chose that route. It does take a lot of courage. Um, to do that. I, I still struggle with it. Like I said, I still struggle with it. Think about, should I have done it? Should I call back? Should I do this? So I said, up, honestly, up until they gave me a week and a half to decide, 10 days. Okay, so I was gone on, on another trip for another job. I mean, I was in San Francisco. So they gave me 10 days, and probably up until that last day, I was still battling with it. At first, I was like, yeah, I'm going to take this. I'm ready. I'm going to do it. And I was like, you know what, Andres, calm down. Give yourself, finish this other job out you're doing right now because you're kind of excited. You know, you're doing this. You got a job. It feels great. You got an offer. You're fantastic with that, you know? And so I sat there. And I was like, okay, give, give, let me get this couple days over with this job. Think about it. I thought about it. like, you know what? Sounds good. I'll be back home. My youngest brother's about to start elementary school. My other brother's in middle school. They're ones in the last two years of high school. I can see them for a couple years. Two-year contract. That's great. It's fantastic. And I was like, but something about it just wasn't sitting exactly right with me. 
just something about it, nothing about the job in itself, just saying yes, you know, and making that commitment. It was, wasn't was sitting right with me. And so it got to be about two or three days before the deadline, I, and I called my mom, and I was like, Mom, I'm like, and she was excited. She was like, yeah, you're going to be back home, you know. Mom wants to probably gonna have me run errands and stuff for her, but she was like, you're going to be back home, we're going to see you, you know. My whole family is in Garden City, grandparents, parents, siblings, they're all there. Everybody's there. So And you go back home quite I, often. Yeah, my first my first year here I went back home dang near every weekend yeah. if I if I could. And it's not a short drive. No, it's four it's four and a half hours. I made that drive today and I remember how, how much it is and I think steadily as I've gone through school I've made it less and less because I've been getting busier and busier. But like I said, I, I would have been there, a young adult making my own money, first, you know, real adult paycheck, making that type of stuff and making my own decisions still and being around my family, which would have been great. And I've always been a family person. So I called my mom and I'm just like, you know what, mom, this, I'm not sure. She goes, you know what, Andres, I've, I've been thinking about it too. You know, I've, I've obviously been praying, I've been thinking about it, but I don't think you should take it. <gasps> now, my mom, she's the one who, she said what I was thinking. You're she's kidding. like, no, she's like, I don't think you should take it. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Like, that's what I was going to say, but I want to know why you're saying it. And she's like, well, because obviously I'd love you to be here. I'd love you to be around your family. You know, we'd love to have you here forever if we possibly could, but you're young. This is, this is your chance, you know? You don't have, there's nothing saying you need to be here right now. You wanna be around your family, yeah, so why not go out and make your name known or make your mark on the community or on other people and do those things and then come back and be near your family. Then come settle in, you know, Eastern Colorado or Southwest Kansas or the middle of Kansas, Wichita, wherever it may be, and settle down near us. But right now, you've been, she's like, she's like Andres, you know, through your, all your jobs and your internships and your opportunities, she goes, you've been to California a couple of times. You've been to New York a couple of times. You know, that's for your job and for your school, for the stuff you wanna do. You've been doing these things. You've been to Seattle, you've been to Dallas, you've done all these things. Why give that up now? Why? She goes, you're gonna come work here for a couple years and stay in Kansas for a couple more? Why? You've known Kansas your whole life. Why not go out and do something different? Like, you know what, you're right. She goes, your brother's always gonna be here or always a drive or a flight away. Why not go out and do that now? You don't have a kid or a partner you need to take wow, care of or really provide for. that's interesting that your mom told you that because- I was blown away. <laughs> yeah, it's Because she, she, she almost wanted me to jump on it the very first day when I told her yeah. about it. And she, like I said, she just did a complete 180, and she's like, no, I don't, I don't think you should. Like that's I said, really interesting. Well, for a lot of us, that's not necessarily the case mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, family support. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, they do want you to go that more secure, mm -hmm. secure route or what seems oh, yeah. to be secure <laughs> um, there. And so um, that's interesting because I kind of got the opposite mm -hmm. from my family. Both times yeah. I quit my job um, <laughs> to do, go the entrepreneurial route. It was totally the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, but actually both times that I, I did that, I had a family already mm -hmm. too. Yeah. And so um, I really am happy for you, Andre. <sighs> Thank and, you. Um, we'll definitely be praying that everything works out great for you mm. in Albuquerque. But I know that you're going to do great things. And I'm <laughs> so excited to do this podcast with you because I was Andres was kind of a part of this process of getting the podcast started up. Um, <laughs> with all the kind of tech side mm. of, of getting it all done. And with his booming uh, broadcast voice here, we will miss him <laughs> around here. But um, the good thing is everything is digital and we, hey, you know. Hey, we do a Skype interview, we can do it. <laughs> right? I'll, I'll take a flight down. You gotta pick me up from the airport, but I'll take a flight down <laughs> I here, okay? You. I got you. <laughs> so anyways, is there any other kind of like last pieces of advice that you wanna give your peers who are kind of thinking about 
you know, making uh, a leap of faith and mm. going an alternative route versus that route that's kind of set for us straight out of college. Yeah, definitely. The thing I would tell I would tell any recent college graduate or anybody thinking about making a move right now, they're feeling stagnant, they're feeling, you know, cornered, they feel that things have become routine, take it. You know, be smart about it, obviously. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pack my car and move to like L.A. calculated risk. Calculated, <laughs> absolutely, a calculated risk. I'm not right. going to sit here and not know anybody and pack my car and move to L.A. and just hope for the best. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to sit here and I'm going to apply. I'm going to look at places. I'm going to see these things and see this job that, you know, may not be as secure or higher paying in the beginning but it gives me that mobility gives me that chance to move and to do more things and just to take that faith to be smart about it i have to talk to trusted people like i said my mom obviously surprised me but everybody else my grandparents oh my god they were like no you got to take that job call them back call them back and tell them right now you're taking it i'll call them for you don't like, okay calm down you know relax that I'll, sounds more like what yeah you're that's how my grandparents and my dad was my dad after after about a day he got it too my grandparents like a little, a little bit like a week or two and then after i kept explaining it to them they're like okay we understand now but if you're thinking about doing the doing it do it it's what's gonna this life is short we have one you know what I mean? Why not do the thing that's going to make you the happiest in the moment? I'm not hurting anybody. I'm just really just making myself happy. If what you're doing isn't hurting anybody else and it's making yourself happy, then why not? Go out and do that thing. Try that new thing. You know, do this new this new experience and figure it out what you want for yourself. You know, my, my dreams and goals have always been media-oriented, but it's changed since I first got into high school. And the media business has changed a lot. Absolutely. Uh, t- a short amount of time. Uh, it's absolutely. It's, it's constantly changing. So social media is such a... I got on it for fun in high school. Like I said, now it, it, it was a job I here. I couldn't even get on social media <laughs> in college because you had to have a, a college EDU. Mm-hmm. So when I got my college EDU my freshman year, that's when I could finally get on Facebook. See, so that's so like... The that, things change really fast. Yeah, like know? now my little brother is a Snapchat. He's like 12. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. these things constantly change. I had to lie to Facebook and say I was, I was 13 when I wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, Facebook, but, <laughs> you know, these things, these things happen. Like I said, it's constantly changing, so why not? And I just think maybe now with the, you know, how the Internet is and everything and digital, just digital in a sense that it's so widespread that you don't know what you can do. You would stick in that job for 20, 30 years, and then you would retire. And then now you see so much mobility. You, could, you would easily now move from Kansas to Washington or Kansas to Maryland. Before, you'd stay in that area. You'd stay in that, you know, northeast coast or northwest coast where you would stay. You'd stay in Midwest America because you, there's no other way to find out about it. So now you see all these other opportunities everywhere else. Why not go out and do it? There is it. If you're not hurting anybody and it makes you happier, go and do it. Absolutely. Take there that leap go. of faith to go both feet in, but calculated risk. <laughs> don't go move into the town you don't know. With, you don't know anybody there. Just move that's on a whim. Okay, that's different. You had a, you had a job, though. That's the I thing. Did, that's I what did. I'm saying. Um, if you're going to do that with a job in mind, yeah, absolutely. But don't be like, I'm going to move to L.A. right now and just apply to every single place I walk up to for the first month and hope for the best. No. Go there with a plan in mind. I'm going to work this job for a little while and then start applying and doing whatever but else you want to do. kind of what you're saying, too, is just don't put those boundaries on yourself. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to get my first job close to home mm-hmm. so that I can have that comfort of knowing just yeah. in case this doesn't work out, I, I'm in my comfort zone. Yeah. To kind of like step outside of your comfort zone, but at the same time, really try to, you know, plan you know, as much as you can. And the, mm. and the funny thing is, um, I know we have to hop off here in a minute. The, the funny thing is, is 
you've kind of throughout this process over the past couple of months, I've seen this plan developing. Mm-hmm. And at first, it wasn't much of a plan besides the fact that you had a friend that was down there. Yeah, working in the industry. In the film industry. Yeah. And, you know, he had some work for you. Mm-hmm. And then things have kind of developed over these past couple months and yeah. it hasn't like not even two months mm-hmm. of your living arrangements working out for you and being able to just really be able to plan plan out you know your new start there um versus just kind of like moving down there you yeah know. like i said i've had i had the opportunity like you said there's the hard thing was coming out from college you either you yourself society or your family has a plan for you you take that job take that security do it for four or five years that was my plan was to go do that for something four or five years and then go see what i wanted in the world but why not so go on take like you said my plan it's ratcheted up in the last week it just all came you know together luckily that i had a lot of times that does happen when you take that leap of faith once you take the leap of faith that's when things will start to come together Mm -hmm. for you and a lot of times other people don't understand the vision or of what you have going um i could say even for myself when i left my job this last time to start seg there were um some uncertainties but i knew that one of my main contracts that i got right out the gate was enough to cover my expenses of what I needed. Yeah. And then from there, once I left the job completely and went in full force mm-hmm. without any um, distractions from another job or anything, mm-hmm. that's when more clients started coming yeah. and people understood, oh, you're open for business now. Um, and so I, you just have to kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, you do. It's like I said, it's, like I said, it's scary. It's that middle gray line between anxiety and adrenaline rush. I, I, felt, both those, I felt both those emotions driving here. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm gone in, I'll be gone on my birthday, a week and a half, and I was sitting here, I was like, okay, I'm excited. I was looking at places on, on my phone, you know, when I was stopping to get gas, oh, this place looks nice, this place looks nice. And then I was like, oh my God, I should have taken a job. Uh, <laughs> my savings getting a little low now. You know, I'm going to think about this, think about that. And I was like, you know what, Andres, hey, you've done this, you've decided it. You can it. always get a job. Absolutely. You There's can always, always a job. Get a job. Um, but what you can't always do is have the mindset mm-hmm. and the confidence to do this. Yeah. So, you know, do it while you can. So, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening to yeah, thank our you so much. third episode of Seducated. Um, we really appreciate you guys listening. If you like what you hear, please do hit the subscribe button so that you will get updates on when we come out with new episodes. And hit us up over on Facebook and Instagram. We're at SEG Media Collective. And tell us your, uh, give us your feedback and maybe even some comments on what you'd like to see on the show. All right. All right. Thank you.